0: I want you to leave this podcast with more confidence around your moolah and the belief that your biggest financial dreams are possible for you. So, let's talk money. Hello and welcome back to the Deeper Than Money podcast. Today we're going to be talking about juicy stuff, pulling back the numbers curtain, pulling back the numbers curtain and talking about all things money for myself in my personal life. I know I've asked you so many times repeatedly, what do you want to see from us, from Deeper Than Money? What do you want to see from me specifically? What do you want me to talk about? And one of the biggest things I hear people say is numbers. And I have been really honest with you all in the past about how it is hard. It's hard sharing numbers um, because I've been taken advantage of. I've heard people, you know, literally tell me to my face, oh, well, you I charged more or I charged you more because I know that you can pay for it or hearing, you know, getting applying for something having somebody else do it too and getting completely different numbers or things like that, where it sucks. It feels like, you know, you're taking advantage of for being transparent. And, And so there is, it sucks for that. And it also, it's of course still that underlying feeling of there are people who just hate on it, right? There are people who hate on it and still think it's rude to talk about money and all those things. But I do not believe in that, I think that transparency wins and transparency is such a helpful tool and along the way has helped me become such a dreamer seeing what other people are doing and what their goals are and how they're doing it. And so even though these episodes are harder for me to create, I still want to make sure I'm doing it. I still want to make sure I'm sharing it. So today we're going to be talking about how if I never put another dollar into retirement, I will still have a million at retirement. Like let's say 65. Okay. Um, so we're going to talk about how and what this means, right? This basically means that the pot of money that I have currently invested will grow by itself, right? Based on, uh, I think the calculator we used was 6% based on a 6% rate of return will grow over a million dollars by 65 okay and that's so cool that's such a big milestone and a couple of months back i did a master class on how to lock in your millionaire status and that's how to do it right it's so relieving and exciting to know that what like if i didn't put another dollar in and just let it chill there that at 65, it would be at the million dollar mark. That's a big milestone. Um, and not something I ever as a kid would have imagined possible. So it feels really, really, really good. But now let's talk about how, right? Let's talk about how. So a couple things. One easy way that you can um do this math for yourself. If you're like, I just want a quick way, I don't want to do all of the like big time number crunching and all of this stuff. Um, One of the easiest ways for you to calculate this, you can go to um, NerdWallet and search Retirement Calculator. And I love NerdWallet. They have some excellent resources. And you can go there and you can number crunch, right? You can say, here's how much I currently have in my savings. Here's how old you are. And then you can go and fudge around with the numbers and see what that goal, what you would need to have that goal be. Um, in order for you to go and also lock in your millionaire status, so if you did not put another dime in there, you would still be a millionaire at retirement. Okay, so definitely go take time to do that because it's so nice to have that number of what that would look like. Okay, so let's talk about how I did this, okay? Um, And this is going to be a a more high level thing. So a lot of times in podcasts, I will choose one smaller topic and really go in depth on that topic. This, this podcast, I'm going to walk you through the seven steps, the seven things I did to be able to do this. Okay. The seven things I did to be able to do this. Um, So number one, number one, the first thing I did was focus on paying down my debt and I paid off thirty six thousand dollars of debt in eighteen months at twenty two years old. So six months of the of those eighteen, I was in college, and a couple you know reminders on debt. I recommend paying off the highest interest rate first, um, and then going down the list when it comes to your interest rate. Okay, especially tackling you know high interest credit card debt. Those are like the big big whammies, and then moving down the list. Um, I, I will not say, let's say, um, I get asked this a lot of, do I need to be debt-free before I'm investing? No, absolutely not. Um, you know, a great thing to think of at that time when I was paying off debt, I was still getting my company match at work, but I wasn't, um, investing nearly anything, um, than when I was, um, debt-free and now. Okay. So focusing on paying off debt early is number one. Okay. Focus on your high interest debt and tackling that, going through, tackling. The second thing I did, I grew a fully funded emergency fund and set up long-term disability insurance, okay? So let's break down those two things. The first thing is a fully funded emergency fund. And so that means before I started paying off my debt, I had a baby emergency fund, okay? I had like one one month to three months of expenses, then I paid off my debt, and then I grew that emergency fund to between six to eight months of expenses. Just chilling where? In a high-yield savings account, and um, in case anything happens, right? So that is, that basically when you have a fully funded emergency fund in chilling and high-yield savings for emergencies, that is basically short-term insurance, okay? So if something happened to me where I broke both of my arms and both of my legs and I couldn't work for Three months or whatever, I'd be fine, right? I would be fine. And if I was in a different scenario where I was, let's say, in corporate and I was a transcriber, I typed all day and then I broke both of my hands and I couldn't work, if I was going unpaid at that job, I would still be fine because I would have that emergency fund. Okay. So, because of that reason, I don't have short term disability insurance. I use my emergency fund as that barrier or as that like net to catch me. And then I set up long-term disability insurance so your girl's covered in case anything unexpected comes up. So long-term disability insurance, I could create a whole episode on this honestly, but long-term disability insurance protects your income until retirement. And when I say retirement, I'm loosely just saying like until the like society version, 65 years old. Okay. Um, so let's say I am, I'm at that transcribing job and I am making $30,000 a year, and I break both of my arms, and they're, I permanently like mess something up in my hand where I can no longer transcribe, like forever. I, I can barely use my hands. I can't transcribe at all. That is when long-term, if, if I had long-term disability insurance, that would kick in, which would ensure my paycheck so I would get paid whatever amount you decide on when you're choosing long-term disability. I would be able to have that long-term disability check every single month until I was 65, okay, which would protect my income, would protect my income. And a lot of people are like, I'm healthy. I don't need it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, right? This, this covers if anything unexpected were to happen if you are hit by a bus, if you were Um, in a car accident, anything, okay? It protects you um, and it sets you up to where you'd be able to bring in that income to pay for medical bills or to pay for whatever you need in your life. So very highly cannot recommend that enough. Number three, as my income went up, my savings went up, savings slash investing went up before my lifestyle went up. So when I graduated from college and got a big girl job obviously my income jumped up from what i was making in college but i did not jump up my lifestyle okay now granted i did a couple things like i lived in an apartment by myself instead of having four roommates like i did in college and so obviously yes of course i paid a little bit more there so yes there were those basic things but i didn't bump up my lifestyle i didn't start going ham on way more spending than i normally did or just whatever, any, anything. Um, I made sure that my, I could invest more and I could save more. And then once I ensured that I was able to do that every single month, then I, you know, increased my lifestyle a little bit. Number four, I grew my side hustle into a business that allows me to chase big money goals. Okay, I grew my side hustle. And also speaking of side hustles, this month's masterclass. This month's masterclass. Okay, you have a couple days left to sign up. This month's masterclass is all about side hustles. It's all about side hustles, um, and how you can, you know, the basics of starting one and what your big goals are. If you want to grow your side hustle into a business, all things like that. So we'll put a link in the show notes to go sign up. Um, it's a two-hour masterclass, learning all things, um about how to start a side hustle and find a side hustle that you love. Okay. Number five, I maxed out my retirement accounts and invested heavily in non-retirement accounts. So um, one of the big things about, uh, especially if we're looking, let's just say for this example, we're looking at like a Roth IRA. Okay. So Roth IRA is a type of retirement account and there's a max amount that you can put into it every single year. So if you in 2018 decide, you know what, this year I'm only going to put a thousand dollars into my Roth IRA. And then next year I'll put 8,000. No, you can't do that. You can only put 6,000 per year. And so, um, making sure that you are, being able to, you know, prioritizing that. Maybe you have high interest credit card debt. That's a higher priority for you right now, but we don't want to push off investing too much because we can't go back in time and invest in, you know, a different pay period. Okay. Or in a different, like, uh, fiscal year. Okay. So, um, again, I really made retirement a priority and I made um, investing in non retirement accounts a priority. And also, I want to have a quick myth busting session. I hear this all the time. And I'm always like, wait, what? Like, what are, what's going on? I will hear entrepreneurs say, like, oh, well, I can't save for retirement right now. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm like, what? No, 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 no. no. That's not the case whatsoever. So, um, so making sure you're clear on. What your options are, right? You might have different options as an entrepreneur or a freelancer or whatever than you do at your, you know, at a nine to five. But that does not mean you don't have options, okay? So I really you have to advocate for yourself, learn this, and be able to check that out. Um, a great place to start with that is actually talking to your accountant. Um, talking to your accountant as an entrepreneur and saying, "Hey, what would be the the you know do you have a recommendation for me to be able to talk to my um, you know, financial advisor about this. Do you have a recommendation when it comes to what type of, um, retirement accounts I should be setting up right now? You might have different tax benefits or different capabilities based on how your business is registered and things like that. So talk to your CPA, talk to your financial advisor, best case scenario, talk to them individually and have them talk to each other, right? It's a team effort. You want all the experts on your side. All right. Number six, I got clear on my long-term vision. So I knew what my number goal is for retirement. Okay. I got clear on my long-term vision. So I knew what my number goal is on retirement. I want you to know what you want at retirement. I want to, I want you to know what you want when you're 65 before you retire. Maybe you want to retire at 55. Okay. That those are important things For you to be able to know and for you to be able to note. Okay. Um, again, you can check out the nerd wallet calculator. Another thing, another exercise that's really, really, really easy is for you to go on your phone and decide how much money you will want per year, how much money you will want per year at retirement. Okay. So, Don't think of it as what you want the big pot of gold to be in your retirement. Think of it as how much money do you want to take out every year? Think of it as a paycheck. What do you want your paycheck to be when you are 65 that you can live every year, pay your bills, all that stuff. And that will also depend on the lifestyle you want then. It will depend on the lifestyle you're going to have now until then, right? My plan is that at 65, I have no debt. I have um you know no mortgage payment i have no car payment i have no this and so my payments are going to be less than if you are going to be 65 and have all have those things have debt and have that okay so think of a number that you'd want to be paid a salary think of it like a salary let's say the salary is 50,000 so you're going to type in $50,000 to your calculator and this is just like a really great um high level like quick way to measure it okay there's better ways that are um, you know, better calculators, but this is just, we'll give you a rough estimate. So take the 50,000 and divide it by 0.04 and that will give you, oops, I messed up my phone divided by 0.04 and that will give you 1.25 million. So that's what you want at retirement. Okay. Again, a very like bird's eye view overview of what you want. Okay. So that is your goal. Then you can work backwards and say, cool. How much do I need to be putting in per month in order to get that, in order to make that happen. Okay. um, Okay. So, and then lastly, number seven, and this is kind of a bonus, but I created a life and a job that I don't want to retire from. I don't want to retire from. Um, this is a big one and I know it sounds cheesy, but I still hear this all the time of people saying, oh man, like I can't wait to retire someday or I'm just dream of retirement. And I'm like, you're in your twenties and you're dreaming of retirement. That sounds miserable. That sucks. Like, why are we dreaming of the, I don't want to say like the last leg of our life. Like that sounds morbid, but you're, you're already wanting to skip past years 20 through 59. Or through 64, like you're wanting to just skip past and you you just can't wait for retirement. That just makes me sad. And so I want you to ask yourself now what would I need to do to create a life that I don't want to retire from? What would that look like with my job? What would that look like with my finances? What would that look like in general? And how can I take steps now to be able to get there? Okay. So those are the seven steps. I know it was big picture, but I wanted to walk through it in one podcast episode Um, instead of, you know, just breaking down each individual in different episodes. I wanted to kind of give you a step-by-step thing. So go figure this out. This gets to be empowering. This gets to be exciting information. And remember to enroll in the um, How to Start a Side Hustle and Make Bank Masterclass. This is the last week for you to go and join. All right. And thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Deeper the Money Podcast.